What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another podcast. Today, I've got a different one. It's more like a process podcast. Uh, I got my friend Zach Scriven to kind of teach me some of his ways. He's He runs um, his own company. He does some editing. He does some producing. But uh, I wanted to try to pick his brain. So in this podcast, it's kind of a like learning thing. So you'll, you'll be able to hear the process of me learning. Uh, I want to start doing classes, like teaching classes and teaching people maybe how to edit or whatever, but you'll, you'll hear us talk about that. It's a fun one. So uh, without further ado, I hope you enjoy this podcast. The audio goes up and down a little bit, you know, what can you do? But I hope you enjoy this podcast. What did you want to talk about the, the course? I want to get your teachings and do almost like a process podcast. So like we talk about like, I don't know, it's basically in a nutshell, it's me learning from what you're saying. And then in hopes it becomes a mm-hmm. learning process for other people. And I want to talk about you working for Mr. Beast too, because that's just hell of beast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my gosh. Your contrast is going crazy, dude. I know. I'm trying to, uh, this, this is a nice camera. But sometimes it doesn't want to do what a normal person should do. Like, is it the C920? Yeah. Watch this when I do the default. There we go. That's what we like to see. Oh yeah. No, that looks good right. That looks good right there. I'm just gonna keep it at that. So this is. I said this is a podcast first. I'm having a 2015 Cabernet Sauvignon. I don't know how to really say that, but little red wine. Look at that Boca. Savon Young. It's like a little local winery right right across the street. But anyways, it's just because I don't have any beer. So <laughs> I feel that. So dude, Mr. Beast, like how has it been in the last almost a year now you've been working for him? Yeah. It's been you good. Did, you did the trial run and then there was a period of like two or three months where you weren't working for him, but then you you got the call back up to the big leagues. Yeah. And the call back up was a uh they just needed some help with like a an archive of footage they had. They just like had a bunch. That. Yeah. And they were that. like, hey, can we bring you in? And I was like, yeah, yeah, man. So you I'll got called, called up to the big leagues. They called in the bullpen. They're like, bring in the lefty. And I was like, got it. I'm here. And then you won the house. And then you, you, you basically blew up on social media. Yes. Dude, the house Did was. Did you expect that? No, because in the past it hasn't happened. Like. I'll have my editor drop in some stats, but right now your social media following is like 70,000 or something. Yeah. I think the, I just got a shout out for my birthday and I got 7,000 followers last night. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Mr. Beast, um, like that really just goes to show how far his reach is and how loyal his following is. Dude, it's insane. And the post that he did was literally like, he took a picture of like the ground and just said, happy, happy birthday, Bayfield. And it was like... <laughs> But it just, like, it worked, I guess. As long as it had your tag, then people will click on it. Yeah, exactly. This is one thing that you said, though, that your YouTube has grown significantly, but it's not, like, getting the type of results that you're getting on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, Instagram is, like, if I'm trying to review it, like, try to work with a company, I always do my Instagram just because it's the farthest reach. But I want that to be kind of across the board. I've been trying to, like, take one thing at a time. So like I was telling you, like I did Instagram cause I've got that, I got a big kick. So I was like, well, I'm going to ride this train and try to figure it out. And then yeah. I got Twitter. I don't know what happened on Twitter. I just, all of a sudden, I think I have like 11,000 on Twitter now. And that's been in just the past couple months. It just happened. And I was yeah. like, I'm going to work on Twitter now. And then I want to work on 
either Facebook or YouTube. YouTube, I don't understand. I've been on YouTube for uh, maybe that's part of the reason that, that I don't like. Uh, they used to have this effect in Halo where if you had played so many games at like a level thirty rank, mm-hmm. it was really impossible to get to a level fifty general because like you have this average that's kind of care. That's like dead weight that you're carrying. Mm-hmm. Whereas if someone just created a brand new account, they could get to like level 50 general in, you know, 20 games or something. Maybe I, don't I should know. try a new account. Maybe. I don't know. Um, it's not, I mean, honestly, but the thing, yeah. I mean, cause I've done new accounts before and it's, I, I, I don't, I don't, I think that is just theory. I don't think yeah. there's any proof to that, <laughs> but um, I've got a cursed channel. I think, but you are doing good. So you, a year ago, you're at one, two, three, four, you know, you just turned 23 yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, my dude. Thank you. Appreciate it. You know, it's weird. Cause it's like, I feel like, you know, so many people would just be kind of humbled and blessed. I mean, I am humbled to be able to talk to you again, but like, you're like a celebrity, dude. <laughs> you're on dude. Mr. B's show. Your, your show where you won first grade or you uh-huh. know, you went back to school. I saw that in my feed again the other day and it was like 34 million views. <laughs> That's insane. That, yeah, that one, I don't, it's still going. It had like a second wave at some point, but that, that video was the greatest. That was so much fun. That was really where I got the big following. Like, yeah. Cause and, you, you got to show off how smart you were. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I was like, if there's any challenge I'm going to win, it would be the one where I had to like just do middle school and high school again, which is ironic. Cause I was not great in school. Right. So, but you're at one, two, three, four subscribers a year ago. Now you're at 5,000-ish. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that is interesting is that YouTube is more algorithm, like feed-based. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Whereas Instagram, and this is especially true on LinkedIn, where it's more engagement-based. So like when Mr. Beast like tags you, then he'll drive more traffic. I mean- you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it'll show your post. Like if he go, if he goes and comments on your Instagram post, it'll show it to like his audience. Yeah. It's a lot more like collaborative stuff goes a lot longer or a lot farther. Like the same thing on Twitter. That's what I'm learning now is I'll just go and comment on like Chandler's stuff and Chris's stuff. And it show my comment shoots to the top just cause they yeah. follow me or something or whatever their algorithm is. Right. So Whereas like YouTube if like Mr. Beast went and commented on your video, I don't think that would show it to his subscribers in any yeah. sense. The only way you the can- The engagement isn't near as important. By being on camera yeah. and, and maybe him linking your channel, but I don't think he's ever done that on on YouTube, has he? Mm-mm, not really. Yeah, that would that would cost too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Dude. Uh, Precious so, time. So tell us a little bit about Mr. Beast. Dude, I don't know much about him. That's what's crazy. I've been working for this man's and I don't even, I don't even know much. Do you, you work in the office or do you work from your desk right here? Uh, no, we've got the editors have a separate office. Okay. So we've got like a, it's actually the warehouse where they film some of the warehouse stuff. We're in like a little room up in the, they got like a little attic. So you mostly will edit and you may not see him that often or Mm -hmm. he has management. We'll see him a couple times a week, basically. Okay. And, um, yeah, man. I, I, I watched him like where I feel like I actually really kind of got to know him more as a person was on the H3 podcast and yes. on the Casey Neistat interview. The Casey Neistat interview was insane. He got some deep questions. He like weeded questions out. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's cool. So uh, 
So what you really want to do though, is you want to show other people how to edit engaging, you know, videos where you're, you're reaching a high watch time. And, you know, that's like, I think you said your videos that you've edited for him have received like half a mil half a billion views or something. Yeah. That's, that's, in, that's what's insane. That's what's going on. My resume is like the view count. So it'll be okay. like, I worked for a guy that had this many subs and then I'll put the view count and that'll be like my little section on my resume. Okay. And, and time frame. I think that that was like a, that's a big thing here is that I've gotten. You've worked there for a year. Well that, but I've worked like working under high stress on short. Uh, uh, yeah. What are they called? Deadlines. Like the 100 K circle challenge. You mm -hmm. guys were up all night editing it. Yeah. That one, the uh, egg video, he did one with like when the world record egg was big and he literally just overnight was like, we're going to go do a video about the world record egg because we don't want to lose that like little window of virality. And I edited that one overnight. Wait, which one? It was uh, the Egg Olympics. Oh, okay. It was a, wrong. the thumbnail doesn't depict what it is. So that was kind of, kind of weird, but it did really, it was, it's the number one liked uh, video. That's not a music video. Uh, okay. That's the one where the thumbnail is just an egg. Yeah. I saw that one the other day. <laughs> That what's crazy oh. is um if I, I i got like this new smart tv tcl and so when i opened the youtube app it wasn't signed in mm -hmm. and just on the default suggested videos on the youtube homepage is like mr beast video so it's just like the youtube algorithm just loves him because it does a hyper so basically you know the youtube thing for as far as i know watching videos like from roberto blake and sean cannell and um Brian G. Johnson's another one that's kind of up and coming YouTube, mm. um, you know, educator. It's all about click through rate. So you have your impressions it means 50% or more of the thumbnail was on the screen. So they got to see the thumbnail mm -hmm. that's impression. And then how many people click that click through rate. So if you can get like above 10%, like that's really good. Average is like three, 4%. Mm -hmm. So then from there, it's like how many watch time minutes accumulated from that. So that's just basically number of views times average watch time. Interesting. So like, does it count like the click through rate is that if it was on the screen and it was like presented in front of somebody that counts as it being there. And then a click is like, if you actually clicked it. Right. And think about it. I mean, just to see if you monitor your own feed and your own behavior, you might see a, a, a video like three or four times before you finally click on it. Yeah, you know? that's true. It's like every time you reopen the app and scroll again, um, you know, videos you're probably seeing a lot on your feed right now is like all of a uh, Graham Stephan, the real estate investor. Have you seen any of his stuff? No, I haven't. Okay. See, it's hard to tell. And I pay it, attention to that stuff too. Cause I'm like, okay, what, what it's hard to tell. It's like, okay, is this just based on what YouTube knows about me? Or is this because he's pushing it out to everyone? He's yeah. really blowing up right now, but um, he does like real estate. He's a real estate investor, real estate broker, and a YouTuber, and he does like finance tips. But he I'm recently sure just he recently just started this show called the Graham Stephan Show. It's like his second channel where he did like reviews of Millennial Money, the mm -hmm. CNN show. And then, uh, yeah, but I don't know. I digress. Like he's he's got like that kind of clickbaity type of thumbnail and just high energy and. Like he's, he's, he's got the YouTube thing on lock right now. He had a course on how to be a real estate investor. And that's where he makes a lot of money each month, like 10 to 20 K a month. Oh. 
but then he also launched a course for how to be a YouTuber. I think that's like $3.99 or $4.99. And he never really like plugs it. It's just in the video description. It's like, you know, learn how to be a YouTuber. Yeah. And it's his course basically. So, I mean, in addition, I think he made like a hundred thousand just in YouTube AdSense in the last month. I got to figure that out too. I was looking up like the averages, uh, it's like $2 for CPMs, like every thousand views, but I don't know. Like, I, cause I know some people have a better CPM than others or maybe it's yeah. like specific. No, he, or, he even has a real, on his other main finance channel, his average CPM is like seven or $8 because he's so niched into the finance product. And yeah. <clears throat> if you can imagine like finance products are kind of like high margin you know, yeah. like insurance or, you know, loans. And so their advertisers are really wanting to pay for his audience. So like, you know, he, he did like this one video several months ago where he's like his $60,000 a month income breakdown. It's like 15 or 30 from just selling real estate. And then like the other 30 was like broken down like 15 K AdSense, you know, 10 K course, and then like six K real estate passive income. And so but yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Now he's posting videos like every day he's going to get a studio. It's like, it's a grind. Like, but he talks, talks about like how he's single and like, this is all he does. And he's super cheap. <laughs> I love so. that. Dude, I gotta, I gotta look more into those. I used to watch Roberto Blake all the time, but like, I need to start watching those like gurus. Yeah. I think there's, there's certain value to be had from the people that teach the subject, but I think the, where it gets more interesting is like actually looking at someone who's just doing it and just mm -hmm. reverse engineering what they're actually doing. Right. That's about what I'm doing right now. And I feel like I've kind of, I mean, you're so close to one of the most successful YouTubers I know, on, I... in the game. I mean, he'll, he might, you know, it might be a little bit too early to tell now if he'll kind of fizzle or if he'll feel continue to grow to the top. Um, I think but, I'll figure something out. I think that he know he has like other little things that he's road to hundred road to a hundred million. That's what I'm saying about the catch. No, I'm, I, oh, I thought you were saying count to a hundred million. Oh <laughs> like, fuck. No, no yes. road to a hundred million subscribers. Yes. It's, I mean, I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. I used to, I used to be like, I don't know how, where this is going, but then it, you thought it was unsustainable, mm -hmm. but he, he finds trends regardless. The, uh, and that's what Casey Neistat identified as his super strength. Was finding the trends? Just finding like stuff that people want to watch, you know? It's like he, he gets the tip of the wave. Like right when it starts, he's already got it and then people want to follow it. Like the Orbeez thing? Yeah. Like stuff like that. Like the just over, to the, over, the, over the top things with dumb items. Uh, one that just recently I saw that I didn't click. I mean, let's just be honest. In today's world, we're just blasted with so much stuff. You can't ever keep up with any all of it right but i saw the video that looked interesting uh, 24 hours on a mountaintop mm -hmm. that's cool that was one of our favorite videos to edit it was so good dude um i like the one where i like you guys ran into some i think it was like chandler ran into someone's car and then you got you gave, they gave him like 10 grand yeah that was yeah garrett did it and okay, Garrett, it was yeah. completely accidental. Like it just, it happened by accident. And then it just, it's literally the reason the video is big. Wow. So it's like an accident turned into the greatest it's funny. Thing the ever. guy felt so guilty, but in reality, like he, it was one of your cheaper videos. Yeah. He's like, well, I can't do this. Are you like, really going to do wait. like a hundred thousand, wait, a hundred thousand dollar giveaway? Like, uh, 
or a million dollar giveaway? Like what, what is he up to now? Like it used to be 10,000, right? But now it's like, he's done a couple hundred thousand. He okay. did the YouTuber the YouTube, challenge or yeah. the YouTube battle royale was a 200,000. Okay. They gave two 100,000 videos. So now we just got to get on that, go above that. How do you, okay. So here's a question. How do you, you know, sell the fact that, so what do you want to teach? Let's ask that question. I want to, I don't know. I, I want to do like mentoring kind of deal. Like, I, cause I, I'm really good with somebody telling me that what they're good at, but they're at a roadblock and then getting past that. Mm-hmm. I'm a good you're, next step connector. So you're kind of helping slap chop out. Mm. Yeah. That one's almost like unintentional. I'm not like intentionally mentoring him. We just like, like I do like men. I do like his little Netflix bumper. I love that. It's so it's, sweet. It's subtle enough where it doesn't bother me, but it's nice. It, it's enough where it's like okay, slap shot. That's cool. It's like quick enough. It's like all right, I see you. How much do you pay him? Or is that um, it? just a I do I do per view, but I've got I kind of nailed it down to a like zero to a thousand is a set amount. A thousand to two thousand like views per video after two weeks. So like a pay period. But then I like give him extra if he does a thumbnail and okay. I've, I've got like little perks. Like if he gets, if he gets me three videos in a row, like I upload on time three times in a row, then he's got a little, it's like a game. Like he's oh, got like cool. perks. Cool. So, um, and then he's also gets the exposure on top of that. That's cool. Yeah. That, so I, so that's I recently that, hired an editor too, by the way. I heard you say that. You said, I'll have my editor put stats on. I was like, all right, okay. I see you getting editors. I know, dude. It's, it was such an uncomfortable feeling, but I'll be honest, you were part of the influence of, of that. You know, it's like, oh man, I got to step my game up, you know? Well, and it frees up so much time. I, he was talking to me earlier because he was like, he was saying that I've helped him out. And I was like, dude, you've freed up. So, like I've been able to work on Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that because I literally just, I make the video and then he makes it exactly how I would make it. So it's just, it's like a whole block of time completely removed. He's, he does young, a great job. he's younger, right? He's like yeah. 16 or something. He just turned 16 like three days ago. Okay. My editor, I don't know exactly how old he is. He's in his twenties, um, but he's from the Philippines mm. and he is a, <laughs> he's an editing ninja, dude. He's really good. I love that. And um, yeah, he, so he edits not only my videos, but like my client videos. Mm-hmm. So I have um, a client and that's kind of how I, really transitioned into being a full-time content creator was through helping you know business um with video marketing and personal branding on linkedin and, and youtube mm-hmm. and that's helped to grow their business and i was doing all the editing and filming myself i still do the filming but now i have this dropbox system where i upload the files to dropbox and then we have this trello board that has track of all of our video editing projects and then he just edits it but um yeah, I might have to, I'm, I'm thinking about getting him a new laptop. So, because his laptop is just not cutting it anymore, like especially for 4K. All right. Okay. But trying yeah. to one up me. I get it. No, no what? I'm no. Just I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm messing with you. I, I do like, I, I, every time I think of like providing for Slapshop, I'm thinking about like me, like in my editing and what I've always wanted. So, like, I let him use my Adobe login. So, he's got. Okay. My, my stuff so that's like a helpful part yeah. and then um uh we have we do google drive as our okay. little way so then i just like cover his it's, it's literally like two bucks for 100 gigs and i will just, i'll just have like five videos in our little box um okay. at a time 
but I talked to him about doing the little build up, like you were talking about, get like a little mini vlog before a review starts. So I'm going to start doing that. Okay. About to be consider like, him like a freelancer or do you consider him like an employee? Uh, probably more of a freelancer. Okay. I'd love like if this, if I could ever get my brand to become a business then I would definitely hire him. But like, yeah, because my, kind of my editor is definitely, he's a, he's an employee and we have, he has a monthly salary mm-hmm. and then I give him a production bonus per minute of edited video and then um, a flat, flat rate. It's actually, a, it's a, a dollar per minute of edited video plus a $5 bonus for each podcast. Um, and, and so that ends up. I paid him like he he he's like all right this is my salary range is like five hundred bucks US about mm. per month and then I I'm like okay I'll pay you at the top of that and then I'll give you a bonus on top of that so that way you know he's incentivized to work quickly and but yeah right now it's just the laptop is kind of the bottleneck right now. Slab just got a new computer. I don't even I don't know much about computers, but I just got a MacBook. Which one? I had I had the MacBook regular. 2015 like the macbook mm-hmm. and i edited for almost a year on that do they pay for themselves yeah so then this thing was uh the um the two grand version the 13 inch but like the highest end 13 inch yeah so i don't know i might just I, like i might just send him this one and then i get like a lesser one because now i'm like really not editing that much but then again, he might really have use for the 15 inch, like, and just really have a powerhouse, but that's like, you know, almost three grand. So yeah, yeah we'll see. Um, I'm, I'm, I might pick up a few more clients. So that's kind of where I might make up that difference. And then if, if I do, I might hire one more editor. Yeah. And so I've kind of set up the, the Dropbox <laughs> system and Trello board. So it's kind of scalable where I can scale out to multiple editors. Mm-hmm. But my goal is really not to make money on editing videos for clients. I only work with clients that are in my sphere of industrial automation. So that way they get an added benefit of working with me, collaborating with me. And Mm -hmm. we kind of create this network of content creators that are kind of disrupting that space, if if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Where'd you find him, your first editor? Onlinejobs.ph. Did you intentionally search in the Philippines? Yeah. So <laughs> for me, it was, um, I mean, it's like twofold. So it's the cost of living there is really inexpensive. So you can get really, you know, affordable labor. Mm-hmm. Um, even things for like virtual assistant or copywriters or um, even if you go on like Fiverr, you know, to have like someone create thumbnails for you. A lot of times you'll find that they're coming from the Philippines. Um you know, a lot of people look at India, but India is a little bit different. Like Philippines is like, they're really loyal and really friendly. Like, I feel like he's like, you know, family almost. And because my fiance is also 50% Filipina, it kind of, like, I wanted to kind of contribute back to that, you know. Interesting. Makes sense. I mean, it makes total sense. It's kind of, um, you know, it had meaning to me beyond just, you know, afford more affordable i mean because i i couldn't hire like a full-time person yeah to live here because they would have to you know pay like 25 dollars an hour so it just wouldn't wouldn't be like feasible right now but so that's really where i had to step outside my comfort zone and it's been like amazing so love that so do you 
but like, but I think what's the best part about it is he loves editing, right? Yeah, that's how so Slap like, Slap literally was doing it for free forever. And he would like, I kept telling him, I was like, man, I can like send you some shirts or something. He's like, no, I was doing this for free. I'm like, all right, I got it. But we've come up with a system. Well, that's good, dude. Props to you, Slap. Yeah, props to Slap, dude. Everybody, shout out to Slap. One clap for Slap. So, so you want to help mentor people? I mean. So like you got to really define who the person is that you want to help. So I I do feel like the mentorship kind of comes anyway in a course. So I feel like that could be the second hand thing. And, but I don't know what the class would be. I mean, I guess editing would be probably the, a good entry level because that's kind of what I know. So let me talk about my course and not to like plug it or anything, but like just so I can kind of walk you through my thoughts behind when I made it. So, uh, I joined this group called inner circle. Uh, Sean Cannell has it. It's like, he has like, he has one main course, which is uh, video ranking Academy. And that's like, you buy it and it's like a thousand dollars. And then you, you go through all the 24 hours of videos. So that's kind of like a more university level type course, but he has this monthly kind of membership where he'll go live like each month and, um, it's like $50 a month. And so I just joined that and then I actually just watched some of the sessions where he actually just talked about creating your first digital product. And it like going through it, it really helped kind of transform my mind into like, okay, well I'm paying for this and I'm paying $50 a month and I'm getting certain level of value out of it. He's giving me something that is not just on the normal YouTube channel. And he's saying like, you know, you got to have a buy button. You got to have some sort of, form of product that you can through your network through your web of content and funnel whatever you want to call it your digital presence your you know swipe up all that shit right Mm -hmm. you got to have some way to like kind of guide people you know the people that you reach into being able to pay for your product i mean odds are there are people that follow you that already want to support you or already want to learn what you know to do what you're doing Mm-hmm. but you just don't have the mechanism in place to teach them that. Right. And your time is not scalable, but digital product is. So yeah. you invest the time into making it and you kind of get over that hurdle of like, for me, it was like really hard to actually charge someone for my knowledge, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how I, I need to do the up, up front work. I almost just need to like trial run it. Just do like a test group with like 10 people. That is actually a really great strategy is to do the marketing before you ever actually create the course. So like maybe do a landing page and say like, all right, this is the course I'm going to create and see what the interest is. Or like, you know, get a feedback group and, and see like what course, if I were to create a course, what would you want to see? Mm-hmm. The, uh, this is, this is partially a joke, but it also has like some substance to it. The, uh, I'm, I get put into group chats for Mr. Beast stuff like all the time. And, uh, one of them, like they pods? just random do what? Like pods. Pods. What is a pod? <laughs> Engagement pods. Oh I, yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's just group chats on Instagram. So it's just like, just oh, okay. Okay. Well, like add me in like, like, Chandler and all the people in there and uh they had one and they were talking about school and one of them was like 
I would do anything to have Bailey as my teacher. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. So I, I made a Google classroom and just like, just to see what would happen. And I got like 25 people in it and they were all in there. And, and uh, I kept making like dumb assignments. I was like, who can make the best meme about like a cat? And then they would all submit and then I would grade them. And then I got it. So like, it was like a, I don't know, like Google class. That's it. That was free. And it was just like a test thing just to see if people would participate. Okay. But interesting. I could also like, there's like Patreon. I feel like Patreon is a creator friendly thing that I could be like, if you hit this tier, what would be the value add? Like what would be the tier rewards? It would, ah, that's a good question. I'd, I'd probably access to different things. So Cody Warner um, so there's there's actually Matt Diavella is actually I think pretty much crushing it on Patreon. I love uh, him. So he does like you get an exclusive vlog, and then you'll get he'll do like certain tips on like how he actually does his videos. I need to do I need to um, look into his. So that's I mean I think the thing is if you're going to do that like that's got to be what you do because anything else you do outside of that is going to take away yeah that's that's true cuz i like i follow a uh, podcast on patreon it's like 10 dollars a month but they do a exclusive podcast and it's like the exclusive podcast is just as long as the regular podcast so it's really just like doubling the work so i don't i i want to work but i want to be able to do it all, all right. up front so that it can pay off later I want it to be thought out. Yeah. Let's see. Um, you could do like a beginner course. So that's kind of what I did for Crush LinkedIn video, which is basically helping people that have never really even done video, helping mm -hmm. them get started with video on LinkedIn to reach their goals, whether that's, you know, if they're a salesperson, crush their quota or get a new job or build a personal brand, build their business or go full-time content creator like me. Mm. So like I wanted to help and it was really hard for me cause like, you know, we have the curse of knowledge. Like, so I know like all this tech stuff, like, you know, Focusrite and Camlink and Sony and lenses and F-stops. And so like we're in that, we're in a certain sphere, but you gotta realize most people are at the beginner level. Like they have yeah. no idea. So I really had to like aim super low and I just had to explain like, okay, you know, you got to pull out your phone right now and you got to hit, you know, you got to hit record and like, this is what you're going to do. So it ended up being like 20 or so modules and about two hours of content and Total? it, and I, yeah. And it's, it was literally, I just, I literally just, I've spent like about a day or two creating the actual topics and then when I went to record, I literally just like hit record and I just looked at the topic and I just riffed on it for like five to 10 minutes. There was one module. I did a couple where it was like screen recording where I was like, I showed them how to upload to LinkedIn, how to add captions. I even did an iMovie editing tutorial. That was like 25 minutes. So, yeah. Um, you know, so I mean, but everyone that's taken it has found value in it because it's like, you know, they bought it for like, you know, 10 to $20. Um, the list price is $99, but like the way Udemy work it works is it's always running like super steep discounts. Mm -hmm. So it was more just to like kind of get my feet wet. 
Yeah. If I if I had put a lot more time into it, um, and it was like five or ten hours of content, and um, you know, arguably I could have probably even charged more. But if you if you run it on like, remember I was saying something like Kajabi, that's what Sean Cannell uses, mm-hmm. or something like Teachable, then you can kind of you don't get the access to the Udemy um, platform, right? Because mm-hmm. Udemy will give me organic reach and it'll run Facebook ads for me, mm-hmm. but then it's cutting so much of my revenue. But if, if you leverage your existing marketing and then you just have your own platform and then people that want to buy your course, you know? Yeah. That sounds like a record label. Like you could either go with the record label and it gets quicker exposure and whatnot. Let's, or- let's look at it. Let's, let's play a thought, thought experiment. Tell me. If you could create a course now and you could give that same course to yourself two years ago and you would charge 300 or $400 for it, would that not be the best $400 you spent? Uh, yes. Okay. That's fair. Look at that's it that way. Good. Yeah. That's a good way of looking if at it. If you could kind of just take that two years and make it like two months and just kind of boop, boom. And in theory, it's it's speeding up the process or like learning what I've learned in the last two years. Of- exactly, dude. That's, that's what I said. I'm like, look, you guys, I've been doing LinkedIn video full time for a year. I mean, to me, it seems easy, but to you guys, you guys have never started. So I'm just going to try to help walk you through how to get from A to B. Yeah. I have a hard time looking back, like have like uh, dumbing it down for myself because I've like done it so long and I'm like, this is so easy. I don't even remember what it was like when it was difficult. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, that's, that's what the value I got out of the Sean Cannell course was. It, he said, you know, your biggest, it's like a triangle. You have so many beginners and then you have like a you know, medium amount of intermediates and then you have like a small amount of experts. Mm-hmm. And so like when you're operating at an expert, yeah, you could create an expert level course, but you're only going to be able to sell it to like 10 people, you know? Yeah. I got to look up who Sean Cannell is because... I'm almost positive it's the guy I'm thinking of. Think Media. This guy? Super tall. Sean Cannell, but that's not him. Just search Think Think Media. I, I would I would buy a course, dude. Like I would buy buy like Graham Stephan's course and take it with the intention to like kind of see like, okay, what is he doing? How can I kind of put my own spin on it, you know? Yeah. Because if you, I think if you sell a course for, dude, let's say you go high and you sell it for four ninety nine. Okay. You, yeah. Obviously you're going to reach less people, but, but, it's, you, you, just need but like you might five. overall, you might make a lot more, you know, because I, I think I crossed over like 60 students today mm-hmm. and I've, my total revenue, gross revenue is like 400. It just crossed 400. So I would have literally just had to make one sale if I yeah. charged 500 bucks, you know? I, uh, yeah, I want the smaller like room size overall. Do you, how long do you do them for? Did you say two months? Hmm. Is it a, is it like a continuous thing? Oh, like only make it available for a certain amount of time. Well, I mean like you're 60 students. Like, is that they, I, they I launched in March. I launched in March. And is it going to next March? It's, it's on forever, dude. So (laughs) that sounds different though. That sounds more like they got into like a exclusive club. It doesn't sound like a class per se. 
So is it, it's just an ongoing thing. Like they have. Like you want You want me to share my screen? I'll show you. Yes. Okay. So where's my desktop? Oh, they're they're that's the first one. Also, okay. Sean Cannell is the guy that I was thinking, and I love his stuff. He's really, really, really good. And I actually I met him. I think I saw that. Zoomtopia, bad actor. <laughs> we were talking about um, someone on LinkedIn posted about like how women kind of get objectified. Mm-hmm. for being hot and i don't know so in my linkedin headline i say i'm the thought challenger or i challenge traditional thinking uh-huh. so like while i don't condone objectifying women my point was like okay you can't really have you know the, some of these and it's not just women it's men too but attractive looking people i mean no one denies that looking attractive helps you go further in life right yeah but also you have the downsides of that as well too so it's it's two sides of the same coin. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I haven't met a person that said, man, I wish I was uglier. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. I like to I like to take the unpopular approach. Gotta push the envelope or else you're not different. So this is uh this is my Udemy. So I'll go the instructor view. And I've taken a couple. So I've earned $37 this month, eight enrollments, average course rating of 4.97. Who is that rascal that was going to give you a five? <laughs> uh, dude, there's like one of my, one of my good friends, like gave me a 4.5. Look at that, Kyle Anderson. Oh he, he was actually a Patreon subscriber for, he was my only Patreon for like three months and he was at the $99 level. I think he just did it to like kind of be funny but um there was another one that gave me four and it was because like i was talking about gear and stuff and i didn't really do any like b-roll i had all these grand visions of like oh you know I'll, I'll do b-roll and i'll do all this kind of stuff but then it got to the point where i was like it had been a few weeks since i recorded the content and i'm like holy shit man like i'll never get this out unless i just kind of set my bar lower if that makes sense yeah um I mean, I can always update it later and stuff like that. But uh, so let's look at the traffic conversion. So I have 619 landing page visitors and a 9.85% conversion rate. Yeah. Which to me is, that seems pretty good. So it means I'm sending good leads. So one thing I will say about Udemy is I made a crucial mistake when I first started promoting the course is I was sending people to the direct link of the Udemy course and when they bought it, it was uh, it was showing up as an organic. Um, it was it was showing up as Udemy, like Udemy made that sale. Mm-hmm. So the only way I'll get credit for making the sale is if I include uh, a link, like an offer code in that link. If that makes sense. Um, oh, so like, oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So let me see. Um, performance. Um, yeah, so like somewhere it shows, shows like my income based on, uh, 
It looks like they do. Okay, students. So yeah, but so basically, um, I was sending link, sending traffic to Udemy, but it was just the basic link. So once they bought, it was as if Udemy was taking credit for that sale, and so oh. they got fifty percent of the sale. If I had included my offer code into the link, like my own affiliate link, basically, right. um, I would have gotten ninety-five percent of the sale, and I sold like twenty courses that way. So. Dang. So, but, but luckily it was only on a $99, you know, a $10 course, effectively not a $300 course. Yeah. So like I learned that lesson when it didn't really hurt me that bad. Um, yeah, 64 students, you know, course engagement. This is interesting. So 2,224 minutes taught. So I can kind of see when they're more active and you can kind of engage with them. Like, so they can, you can build in questions and quizzes and stuff. And I did a couple of those like assignments. Mm -hmm. One of the assignments is to post a video and tag me in it. So really the way, the reason why I ultimately built this course was not to like make money. It was to get my feet wet and it was for credibility. Yeah. So if I say I have a LinkedIn course, then, you know, that <clears throat> makes me an authority on LinkedIn. Yeah, that's true. That's probably, I mean, yeah, I just want to, I just need to do it and just see how it goes. How much is a membership for like a, for like what you have? Dude, Udemy is absolutely free. That's what's cool about it. Interesting. Because you pay a lot in the sense where, you know, you know, you're giving them a lot of money essentially. Based on like sales and commission. Yeah. Right. Whereas, um, Teachable, I think, is like $39 a month or something like that. And, and Kajabi is a little bit more expensive, like 60 or 70 mm -hmm. or more per month, depending on what package you get. Yeah. But you're getting a lot. You're, you basically own the students, whereas on Udemy, it's like a marketplace. So they own the students. It's like Amazon, effectively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But huh. then, then I, the way I saw it, I was like, okay, I can, I can drive. I can kind of tap in. And I think really the way to, you can make a lot of money on Udemy. There's plenty of people making six figures. The way that you kind of do that is like you create multiple courses. Yeah. Right? So I could do like LinkedIn analytics, LinkedIn sale, LinkedIn for sales tips, LinkedIn for this or that. So then my same students can buy multiple courses. Oh, uh, okay. That's all I was going to ask that too. Like, can, are, are there different packages per thing? Like you can buy, like you said, the LinkedIn one, and then like you could have another section or do they have, have access a, to you everything? Have as, you could have as many courses as you want and, and you set the price for each course. Huh. But you got to keep in mind, they'll run like Father's Day discount and they'll sell your course for like 20 bucks, you know? So yeah. in that case, you'll only get like 50% of that. So it's, it's kind of weird. Um, I mean, I, I would probably go into it almost thinking no uh, profit, literally just like, like just getting my feet wet, just trying it out and seeing yeah. kind of that field, but then probably scale from there. But the other thing is though, like once you sell a course for that price, now it's much harder for you to sell it at a much higher price. Yeah. That I've learned that through like t-shirts. You can't go higher on a, like you can't sell one for $15 and then the next one you come out with, it's all of a sudden 20, but mm -mm. Interesting. It's hard to raise prices. So I would like, if we wanted to beta test something, I would say go, I would recommend you going with more of the premium, you know, 
maybe do an intro course, but sell it for like, okay, so you could do a beginner's course where it's not like you're a super high level, but sell it for $99, but sell it on Teachable and then you're collecting all of that money and you're paying a little bit. I mean, you could probably spare 40 bucks a month or whatever Teachable is, right? Yeah, I mean, one student that pays half. Let's see. It would just be interesting for, you know, Yeah. I mean, cause ultimately on Udemy, you're at the mercy of the algorithm and you really got to kind of find keyword optimization and stuff. It's, it's much more like its own game. It's like its own version of YouTube essentially. Yeah. It sounds like Whereas, Fiverr. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. They, they basically have you by the balls. <laughs> if you have teachable, you know, then you can rely on your existing, existing audience, in which case Instagram have you by the balls, but <laughs> Yeah. At least, at least it's one layer removed. Um, so let's look at the pricing. Boom. So if you got this, 29 bucks a month, build annually. So probably more build monthly, but they have a 5% transaction fee. But then after that, you keep everything. So huh. you could, you know, and what you can do is you can shoot all the, you know, spend a lot of time creating the actual um, syllabus. Mm-hmm. spend a lot of time marketing it in advance, build hype. Um, do you have an email list? Uh, I do. I haven't updated it in a while. Okay. Start building that email list. So that way you can kind of keep in contact with them too. Mm-hmm. Um, you can even have affiliates so you can say, Hey Slack, you know, here's an affiliate link for my court or slap chop. If you want to sell my course, here's an affiliate link. People like affiliate links. And then, um, custom domain support. Yeah. So, I mean, you could start with this and you're not really out a whole lot of money, right? Yeah. So, okay. Or you do monthly of 40, but if you sold a $99 course, you would really only have to sell a couple of them. You can run it for like three or four months and kind of see where it goes. Yeah. Does it cap the, dude, but look, I mean, look at this though, dude. That's insane. This guy was on Gary V's. Uh, he was like just recently he was also on um what's the guy's name he's just on a podcast yeah he was just on a podcast with uh what's his name Bert Kreischer he did a documentary mm-hmm. that's sweet yeah I bet you, I bet you can make 10k like, that's gotta work be- on it gotta I want to put all the upfront work and now's the time so then the Kajabi would be another option I think one thing to consider though is like, are you really passionate? I mean, I know you've done a couple um, editing tutorials. Like, do you think you'll actually be passionate enough to like go through all the content and and follow through with it and and promote it? That's why I want to do the trial run. I mean, I feel like right now I feel like I am, but I want to feel it out. So do a, do a trial. Yeah. See, it's much more expensive, but like, I don't know. It's it's a little a bit thousand active users. Yeah, dude, Sean Cannell, he got the set. He got the one million one million dollar pin from Kajabi. Oh my gosh! Meaning he sold a million dollars of his courses on Kajabi. What a guy! That guy's been around for a long time too. Dude, but it's crazy though because when you look at it, he has helped people 
go full time on YouTube. Like there was a testimonial of a guy that I met in person. His name is um oh shit, I forgot his name now. Um, but he does like reviews of um home th- home studio theaters, right? And, mm-hmm. and he took the video ranking academy. And now he's making like two, three grand a month just on AdSense. And, uh, you know, he's basically kind of supplementing his job with his YouTube and YouTube career. That's crazy. And he attributes a lot of the stuff to what he learned. And so it's like, if you can unlock that value for someone, then you shouldn't feel guilty about collecting some of that in return, you know? Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of ways to look at it. I think that there's a lot of positive ways to look at it more. I think, dude, I mean, you just got to get over the stigma of like, you know, you know, get rich quick scheme type of. Yeah. Thing. Which isn't how I even look at it. Like I've never even thought of it like that. Like I, I want to do something that's fun. And I think that that would be fun. So what else is good, dude? What you'll else do is it, good? dude. You'll, you'll be good, man. You're, you'll help a lot of people. I think it'd be fun. I just got to find that target. Um, if, okay, so if it wasn't video editing, what would it be? Um, probably just the whole video like process. I could get like now you you mentioned doing uploading to LinkedIn. I could do a whole thing on literally starting a whole YouTube channel. Yeah, there's a lot of things. Instagram could do like a a, a beginner's guide to social media. I think one, maybe, maybe consider like, okay, the people that watch Mr. Beast videos, what, what are they looking for? You know, I, I, I think you're right. They, they really want to start a YouTube channel, you know? Yeah. That's why. Yeah. When you said that, I was like, well, shoot, that sounds like a vast majority of. So maybe that's like your, your entry level course is like getting started with YouTube and mm-hmm. then your kind of more premium product. If you decide to continue on with that would be like, you know, highly editing highly engaging videos you know increasing your watch time by 50 percent in 15 days or something you know like yeah i mean like right now i'm thinking of what's the most common questions i get and i always get viral uh, video academy no i don't like that (laughs) viral vva i guess that kind of flows i don't like the word viral like i understand like sometimes i feel like i pump out so much content especially with my editor now it's like i don't even really have time like i feel like my client can't even watch all the videos that I create for him because it's just like we're pumping out podcast, you know, hour long podcasts and three, you know, seven to 10 minute videos per week. So it's like, he doesn't even really have time to watch all the videos that we create because we yeah. create them on top of that too. So it's like, I don't know. We, we have a review process, but it's uh usually we just kind of wing it. <laughs> I, I probably need to get a review process like in place. Cause I, I literally slap just makes it and I upload it and I'll, I'll watch it, but usually like after it's uploaded. All right. Let me show you my, my workflow. Yes. I, this is actually um, an idea that I have for a course is to kind of go through this in detail, but so Dropbox, this is really important because oh, I don't want to be on the incognito tab. So like for me, file naming is like really important. I don't know why people say like, oh, you know, come up with whatever system works for you. But I'm like, oh, there's so many ways you could slice it. Like what is the best way to do it? Mm-hmm. So this is something that has worked for me. So I have like this archive folder, which is basically just all of everything, just mm-hmm. kind of the dumping ground essentially. 
and I have it broken down by year. And then within that, I have it broken down by day. So like any folder and it's in reverse notation. So it's like 2019, 05, 14, May 14th of this year. Yeah. This is Intellic, my shoot day. So I know I can go back there and find all the raw content. If I imported twice, it would be import A, import B, or like Sony A6400 and Canon M50. So like if mm -hmm. I have two, eight camera A, camera B, and then within there will be all the, oh, see, even in them with that. So here's all the videos. But anyways, so that's the archive. Mm -hmm. But then within clients, I have one folder for each client. And even my own podcast, I consider it like a separate client. So then I just have, these are all my podcast episodes. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, so let's look at my client, Intellic. Oh, that's the that's their podcast. And then if I just go to the Intellic integration, this is all the videos that we've done. And so some of these are future. Some of them have already been done. So you can't really tell what the heck's going on here. But basically, we have a template project which has certain folders for audio, images, project files, video, and then video exports. This will be like kind of where the finished thing goes. Mm -hmm. So when I make a new project, I'll just, you know, I'll copy this and then I'll rename it. And then it just has a number that's just easier for us to keep track of and the name of the video. Mm -hmm. So then really the magic really happens on the Trello board. And that's kind of, we have one board corresponding to each client. So here's my podcast. So like this one's in progress. These are completed. And nice. back, backlog is like future, like stuff that still needs to be worked on. But if we go to Intelli, oh, 4.0, let's go to Intellic integration. So these, we just shot content. So we have a ton of in, in the backlog and I just set a due date. This is when I want the video to be published. And then when my editor comes in, he'll move it into in progress. And this was super key. And if you notice, see, I got a Slack notification. Nice. It's because I tied this board to Slack. So I have a Slack channel for communication on top of that, but it's kind of like an archive, like a history. But if I imagine if I had multiple editors, imagine if just, you know, two editors try to start editing the same video at the same time. Yeah. This, this will prevent that. And I could even go as far as like, you know, assigning it to Christopher. Right. Yeah. Dang. How much is this? Trello, that looks dude, so nice. Trello is free, dude. How the heck? Okay. All right. Let's, uh, well, like, um, if I, so it's, uh, I, if I want, want to connect it to more than one thing, it, you go to business layer, but because I only connect this to the Slack board, one, one integration is free and 10 boards. So if I want more than 10 boards or if I want more integrations, then it's paid. Mm -hmm. But um, like this is super key because then I can add details here. Mm -hmm. I can add comments like um, whatever, you know, here. And then I can also like, you know, add a checklist or I can attach files. So mm -hmm. I, I can say, and you'll notice like I, I started having him um, add the thumbnail, like actually he puts it in the Dropbox, but I started having him attach it to the Trello board so we can actually see. Like maybe I want to go back in time and be like, oh, like this video here, there was a script that we had that, you know, I wanted to look at, right? Yeah. He can, and then he also attaches the link to the Dropbox file, right? So I can just click it, 
you know, he, he moves it to in progress. I get the, or he moves it from in progress to completed. So I know it's ready to review. And I just go here. IOT, the unified namespace, take zero. And I could say That's like, sick. oh, like fix this here. I didn't know you could do that on, on Dropbox. Dude, it's so sick. So That's I can what say, you do with frame. So now it has the timestamp and he's like, okay, boom, fix that here. Okay. And then I'll just go back to Trello and I'll move it from, so he'll move it. So he moves it from backlog to in progress. When he's done, he'll move it to ready re, to review. Once it's under review, I'll either move it, I'll either move it to approved or I'll move it back to in progress if there's edits that need to be made. Once he makes those edits, he'll move it back to review I'll, and then I'll put it to approved. I'm, I'm blowing up the Slack channel right now, but whatever. And then um, once it's like, there's, there's probably a couple more lanes that we could add here, like posted to YouTube, posted to LinkedIn, like, yeah. but I kept it really simple. Cause I, I mean, I only been working with him like a month and a half. So once it's approved, he'll upload it to YouTube and then boom, it's completed. So that's, I mean, because I mean, you imagine like I have all, like, look at all these projects here. Boom, yeah. That's, all, that's like a lot, you know? And then I, and not only that, but I have my podcast here too, as well. All right. Um, oh, I actually said I was going to fix this one. Um, there was like some audio, like his audio was like lower than mine. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, anyways, that's sweet. Much, it's, it's really cool tool, but yeah, uh, I feel like if I, if I were able to teach, like, imagine if I were able to teach someone, okay, here's how you're going to hire a video editor in the Philippines. Here's how you're going to set up Dropbox. Here's how you're going to set up Trello. Here's how you can set up Slack and connect the two. Here's how you're going to, you know, upload the files in the proper order. You know, here's how you would, you know, set up like an interview and, and, you know, filter through your candidates and give them a test project and actually select the editor you want to hire. If I were able to teach someone that, dude, that would be easily worth a few hundred dollars, right? Yeah. Because then once they have that, dude, they have like a superpower. I mean, That's I'm able true. to pump out so much more content now and I'm able to charge businesses. I'm able to now go to market and sell that to businesses, not only myself as my own personal brand, but you know, my clients, now I can leverage that too. And you know, it's, it's like everyone wins, you know, it's really cool. It's technology. For the Dropbox, do you, how does that work? Do you pay for it? And he has an account like, Link yeah. To so it, Dropbox is okay. So there's several different ways. There's like a personal one and it's like a terabyte is like 10 bucks a month or something. Mm -hmm. There's a business one, three terabytes. It's 10 bucks per user, minimum of three users. And then there's like an unlimited plan. It's 25 per user, minimum of three users, but like you can basically just scale infinite like unlimited data yeah they give you three terabytes to start with but then if you need more that you can just increase it so that's the plan i have right now and i'll see hopefully there's no drawbacks but i know like linus tech tips actually just did a video about this where they had like this unlimited google drive plan but after 150 terabytes they started throttling you a lot yeah but i feel like I don't upload that much volume each day where 
like the problem that they have is they already have like almost uh, 700, 800 terabytes of video. Mm-hmm. So like they can't even get it to Dropbox efficiently. Mm-hmm. I do, every time I do a shoot, it's like a hundred gigabytes or something like that. So, and I have maybe a couple, like two or three terabytes on my storage drive right now. So I could, in theory, upload everything to my storage drive and just kind of keep growing with me. Ideally, everything will be on Dropbox and that way it's just, I can access it from anywhere. My My editors can access it. Like I don't have to like go back and delete stuff just to free up space. And for 75 bucks a month, I feel like that's not that bad because if I went and bought a storage server, I'd have to spend like a thousand bucks anyways. Yeah. So like, cause I, I would just, I literally would just need it for two people with the personal one. How would, uh, would I, yeah. I mean, you would, you would be good. Um, let's look at I the, mean, but like, would I buy it and then how would he access it? So you could give them your credentials because I have the team version. Um, he has his own login. Oh yeah, yeah. But like, let's see. Dropbox. What you like that ability to have that um, review? Yeah, that's what we have on Frame. Like that's what we use for Mr. Beast. Oh, but it's- Frame. Yeah, I've heard of. I I was looking when I was looking at like I was researching how to do video workflows. That was one of the tools that came up that was um, legit. It's sweet. You can do it on your phone too. Like Jimmy will watch the video on his phone and then give comments like at their specific times. But so plus is two terabytes. I would probably be able to do that. 30 day history. Where is, I don't, I'm trying to see where the, um, what feature that is. If it's like a feature that you have to pay for. $10 a month. Hi there. Does the Dropbox Plus account have the video commenting feature? Let's see how quick they can answer this. That should be a pretty straightforward question, huh? You would think. I I feel like they do. Productivity and sharing tools, maybe? So, yeah, so I have the, uh, let's see. I have the advanced plan. <laughs> Dang. So I basically have everything. It's it's really, yeah, it might be a little bit overkill, but I just, I like that it's as much as I need. So I don't have to like worry about deleting stuff or. Right. I'm really am trying to set Zach Scriven Media up like to be able to scale to multiple clients and, and, you know. So, but it's only 20 if you pay annually. So it's, it's not, and it's a minimum of three users. So it's 60 bucks a month. Yeah. That's really not bad. But yeah, I think if you got like whatever this one, two terabytes or the professional, which would be 1250 mm-hmm. or 1658 build monthly would be 20. I think. Yeah. You would need to have the professional plan. So, so I might go with that. you know, that might be good. Yeah. That'd still be worth it. I think that that commenting feature is worth it. Dude, I'm actually really impressed how fast they answer that. Yeah. 
Thank you for the quick response. Love that. I kind of like that. It's true. I mean, it's open. People there's, a girl I, there's a girl I follow on 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 um, LinkedIn. Her name's Shay Robottom. She's kind of like LinkedIn's first celebrity. Mm-hmm. She's at seventy thousand followers right now on LinkedIn, and she's going up about a few thousand per week. Like she's exploding. Um, Dang. You know, started with like maybe like a thousand or two a year ago. So she's really you know grown in a lot in the last year. She was ranked on my top ten LinkedIn video influencers of 2019 video that I did in January, um, which was my most viewed video that got viewed 25,000 times. Dang. Which was like, it was a big, big thing for me. I reposted it this week and it got another 10,000. Like dude, this week I'm literally posting videos every six hours. I'm posting four videos per day. Oh my gosh. Just to kind of see like, does it move the needle more on LinkedIn? Cause it's all feed based. Like once you post a video, there is no, channel essentially it's all just like kind of like twitter yeah so once it just kind of goes down nobody ever goes and sees it again exactly yeah so, that's true interesting so you, so you can repost mm-hmm. and I, I i am doing that i'm posting original content too but i'm i'm, po- I'm reposting a lot of my greatest hits and like dude uh, in the last week dude the, gone pretty ham like a lot of ham so i'm like okay this is dope dang but, I don't know how sustainable it is. Let's see the six hours. You want to see it? You want to? Oh my God, dude, look at this. So LinkedIn is kind of notoriously has bad analytics. So this app is like 10 bucks a month. I think I'm, I've got a, like a free trial, but I'm going to actually consider staying with it because LinkedIn just has such poor analytics that I don't really know like what's working and what's not. Mm-hmm. So- <coughs> So in the last two days, I've gotten 32,000 views. Oh my God, Dang. I've done eight posts in the last day. Um, let's see. So let's look at the month. This is like, you can kind of, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm doing really well. It's, it's, it's hard to, cause like, you know, you look at other people that are doing better than you and then you like, all right, like, oh shit, I'm not really doing that good. Like Shay, you know, 70,000 followers and she's grown 3000 in the last week. But um, you know these these are some pretty strong days, you know. Like, see, I kind of dip pretty low. If I don't post, look at that, four hundred views. Yeah, kind of bullshit, you know. Dang. But this, I don't know what happened here. Fifty thousand views. Dang, is that so, weeks or is that days? This is a day. It was all in a day. That's impressive. So keep in mind, this is across all posts. So. A view is three seconds on a video, mm-hmm. but a view on a post is just, is more like an impression. Like scrolling, even if you scroll past it. Exactly. But 3,000 likes in, um, what, what, what day is it? 18th. So, you know, 2,500 comments. I mean, that's a shitload, you know? Yeah, that's engagement. 3%. So like, I'm trying to go to brands and be like, look, so I, I want to do, so let's actually look at some of my, I hope I'm not boring you by the way. I do need to wrap it up in just a second, but <laughs> I want to see some of this. Okay. So I, I videos like, like you have these videos that perform well, like the drink reviews. Mm-hmm. I have these videos that perform well. It's like reviewing top influencers, yeah. so top 10, top 10 LinkedIn influencers, top five LinkedIn influencers of Australia, seven Epic dads to follow. Like there's 2000, <laughs> there's 10,000, there's 
4,500, 4,000. So I want to do a video that is um, top 10 beards of LinkedIn. <laughs> and I want to get it sponsored by uh, like Dollar Shave Club yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. Harry's because they'll pay like 40 or 50 bucks per thousand views. So I could probably, you know, I could probably get like a couple hundred dollar sponsorship, you know? Yeah. Like that would just be cool just in the sense that 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 is what I'm trying to advocate for on LinkedIn. You know, I'm trying to get this wave of influencers. Like I actually have a hat that has influencer on it, but like the N is LinkedIn. Mm, I've seen that. Dude, that's very controversial. People like either love it or they hate it. And I've kind of grown into like that niche. It's like, okay, let me keep, let me keep pursuing that because I, my viewpoint is like, why put influencer on a pedestal? Everyone is an influencer. And if you want to strive to be that, then fuck what everyone else says, like be an influencer, you know, mm-hmm. I, I understand that you don't really call yourself one and that makes you one. But if you want to strive to be one, don't let what other people think prevent you from doing that. Yeah. It's so true. that's kind of my message. It's a, it definitely has a stigma, but I think that you just have to use it right. Like who, honestly, I think who doesn't want to be paid to do what they love? I think we all that's, want to do. Yeah. But a lot of people don't think that that's what it means. A lot of people think that it's not possible. And I think that's why they don't like it. They're jealous. Perhaps. I think that it's more of, uh, I think, I definitely think jealousy plays into it, but I think that people, uh, think that, think that it's, well, they think that they're a fraud or they think that they're just pushing like an agenda or like trying to be like, right. you want to be not, like me. It's not right. like a- But I'm not, I'm not worried about that because I'm all about authenticity and I only yeah. promote, like I actually, I'd prefer to, I've used Dollar Shave Club and I've used, I actually use a Harry's razor right now. So I would want to actually prefer to use Harry's as a sponsor because I actually use them. Yeah. Like, so that's I how I am with promote stuff. promote stuff I like, you know? Yeah. I agree. How'd you get that brand deal with, uh, so they just sent you that, that mic. That, that one, they just reached out and I was like, well, I like tech. I'll just do, I'll do that. I've had that a couple of times. It, there was that five fine company that used to send me stuff. Um, but they reached out to me for Amazon some reason. Affiliate link or do they also pay you on top of it now? Uh, I applied for Amazon affiliate and they didn't, What? they didn't accept me for some reason. So because I, I don't know. You don't have a website. No, I have a website. But are I don't know. Links, I, are the links for Amazon on that website? No. That, I think that's a problem. That's what I ran into. Interesting. I've, been, I, I've applied and been accepted, but then been denied like three or four times now. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I want to look into that because they don't accept YouTube as, a, as your website, which is stupid because that's where it would be. I don't know. And I don't, I don't know how all the other YouTubers do it. Yeah. I mean, I guess they, I, I don't know. That's a good, I don't know how they do either. Cause where would I, I don't know where I would put it on my website. Just like hide it in a little blog. You would post. have to do like a blog post. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to do a summary of that video and then be like, these are the products I reviewed. Here's the link. Like yeah. all the mic stuff I've gotten, I don't get paid for. They just provide it and it's just content for me. But you say your, I don't, Insta- your Instagram story is worth like several hundred dollars for a post. So those ones I, right now, it's only the only success I've gotten is from reaching out to people. I don't really get reached out too often. Huh. Even, even though you're, you have a lot of clout with Mr. Beast and all that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's interesting. I don't know. But he'll get 30, 30 G's for a story, <laughs> dude. 
Does he does he do I don't follow him on Instagram that much. Does he do like swipe up for my new video a lot? On Instagram he he does per, per, per video, but the main thing he does is uh merch. Uh shop Mr. Beast. Yeah, so it's like a it's a plug for himself, but it's a plug that still gets money. I would really be interested in seeing a breakdown of the revenue. Even if we it's not in, even if it's not in dollar amounts like do what Linus tech tips did and do percentages like, yeah. okay, 30% ad rep, ad sense, 30% merch, 30% brand deals. Yeah. A lot. I, I, yeah, I honestly, I literally know nothing. It's, it's crazy. Is he still doing the honey deal? Uh, I think so. I mean, I, dude, I'm telling you like, you're just not, I did. I edit the videos. Private. Yeah. <laughs> you edit the videos. Well, that's, that's awesome, man. I appreciate yeah, yeah. it, dude. Yeah, man. Drop me a swipe up. <laughs> yeah, dude, I will. Don't worry. Yeah, I appreciate it, man, dude. It's, it's good talking to you again, dude. It is. I'm glad that we finally got to. I'm So I'm best when we do that quick. Like, we can do it tomorrow. I'm not very good with planning, like, weeks ahead. I'm, I'm the same. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, so what's the name of your course, and when can we expect it? So the name of my course is going to be uh, Virality is Not Contagious, and it's going to be uh, available on Udemy, Udemy and Emmy for $75. Okay. I made that up. None of that is real. I don't know, but I do think that it's going to happen. So you be on the hold yourself out. to it, dude. You just got to do it, dude. It's going to happen. I'll, it, I got to put a game plan. I have to have a game plan or else I won't stick with it. Dude, if I, if I could make the 400 and I have like, you know, 7,000 followers on LinkedIn, then you could make 4,000 if you have 70,000 on Instagram. That's, that's the hope. <laughs> but you could probably also charge a lot more too, you know? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta math it out. I would, I would seriously consider doing Teachable just because okay. I wanna see. I can be the guinea pig. I'll, let, I'll see how it yeah, goes. Dude, dude I, I feel like I back myself into a corner with Udemy. I, yeah, yeah. From what you're saying, I, I see what you're saying. Dude, look like at this. Look at it this way everyone that has bought the course has been like, dude, you're charging too cheap. Yeah. And, and they're like getting jobs, not, not like getting jobs, but like there's one guy, he's like a LinkedIn influencer now. Like he's like almost surpassed me almost like not in terms of follower count, but like he said, he's gotten that much value out of it. Yeah. But I don't know. Gotta Just, you got to have confidence in yourself, man. That's yes. all it is, dude. That's true. That is true. Be an influencer. Be an influencer. Well, love you, bro, love you, bro man. Thanks again, yeah. dude. It's been good. You have a fantastic rest of like the week. It's only Tuesday. Swipe up. <laughs> swipe up. Everybody go and swipe up. I'll go shoot a swipe up. All right, dude. Peace out. Later.